I mean, what's the worst that could happen? Exactly. <laughs> that's, a, that's a fantastic first words for the live. For the live. <laughs> well, we, we often start, we, we normally start because we normally go live. So this is a pre-recorded uh, yeah. episode, obviously. And we normally go live and we've normally kind of, I literally hit the live at sort of 9.30 p.m. on a Sunday. And we're often partway through a conversation and some of the starts have been kind of quite hilarious, really. Oh, but yeah. it's, kind of, it's part of our style. It's, yeah. We don't kind of do this. And welcome to... Yeah. I, I, I don't know how to do that. Yeah. I suppose... I suppose it, 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 uh, yeah, I think I think if you if, if you did do if you did do the whole the whole kind of hello welcome back episode X of this we're talking about it'd be much less I suppose of a of a, an organic an organic conversation and it would yeah. feel not not stage stage isn't stage isn't the right word but it would feel inauthentic it might take away from the uh, from the kind of uh, friends going out for coffee feel absolutely and and that's something we found that like specifically with you know bumping into friends you you typically end up kind of joining the conversation part way through anyway if you're out and about you know you don't kind of turn up at the table and and everyone sort of welcomes you you sit down and then you, you pick a topic of conversation you kind of bumble into it all mid-sentence as as you know a couple of other people mid-chatting you know i think i think we all experience that at like make a central at the at the show and then at the you know the the, the hotel bars afterwards of Kind of, oh, I, I recognise you. What are you in the middle of talking about? <laughs> well, people won't recognise us. <laughs> no, but um, we, we normally don't tell anybody who we are anyway. You know, at least not until like an hour in, right? This is Andy. Yeah. <laughs> well, that is our normal. That is our normal approach. Yeah. I mean, I think I think our record for an introduction is about three hours and twenty. Something like that, I think. Um, yeah. Before we let them say who they yeah. were. Yeah. But, yeah. I, I mean, normally the names on the the names on the episode when people join, so they kind of know who they're going to be talking to. So it's like redundancy to introduce them again, particularly if they're a well-known figure. Yeah. Um, but I guess I guess you, without kind of putting down, you, you guys work in the background of, of the maker community, and you're perhaps not so well known. So it probably yeah, is a good idea for us to maybe introduce you a little. I mean, for those watching the video, you. Dan's kind of giving the game away slightly. It's not going to be the entire episode like this, yeah. <laughs> pointed in Mark there, but uh, there you go. Yeah, we, I mean, Triton, I'm, I'm head of power tools for Triton, so I'm responsible for the tech side of things, I'm responsible for the product lineup um, and for the continuous improvement of our products. Um, so we kind of have two groups of people that we work with really in the community. The people that I work with, which are normally a bit more in the background, people who sign NDAs, test out things, just put hours on new tools just to make sure, you know, they are up to spec. You know, people have, well, I always tell people, I want you to try and break it. And if it's broken, I want it back, please. <laughs> ah, <laughs> and to know exactly and what kind of doing. people. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's the, the people that Mark works with which are our brand ambassadors, you know, the people that we want the tools to, you know, put on social media and uh, uh, tell the world what's great about things that I develop, basically. Mm -hmm. right. <laughs> and, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm Triton's, I'm Triton's uh, global brand manager. Um, so, so anything, effectively anything with, a, with, an, with an orange tea, once it's been 
developed by Dan and brought through the system. And Dan and I work very, very closely together on a on a on a daily basis. Um, but uh, but I will kind of see and plan and oversee um, mostly primarily from a from a marketing perspective, kind of Triton's global offering and largely Triton's voice and Triton's Triton's vision, I suppose for for what it is and what it wants to be and how it's perceived and anything from uh from landscaping and product development working with dan through to campaign planning launches of the brand in new regions launches of new products um in multiple regions across the globe um it's a it's a it's a job that's different every single day um, you get to talk to lots of very friendly uh like-minded people and get hours you know, going through phones, showing each other your, your projects that you're making, and uh, and uh, you get to hang out in your workshop most of the day. Which unfortunately, I'm not there today. But uh, yeah, it's a it's a it's a job that's good fun. <laughs> no, definitely. You, you definitely both got big smiles on your faces, which is uh, is a good thing to see. <laughs> yeah, well, both very much enjoy what we do, right, Mark? So um, yeah, probably like like you said earlier, you know, we we are makers. You know, in the flesh. Um, I'm. I'm an. Uh, I, originally, I come from Germany. I studied engineering in Germany. Um, so I'm not only an engineer who works on metal. I've also had welder as well. You know, but I'm also passionate about woodworking, obviously, because wood as a material is very, it's very easy to to get by in which country you are, and um, mm -hmm. you know, very very versatile as well. What you can do with it. Yeah. So uh, I think that's that's quite a one aspect that makes Triton a bit unique. If you look into other power tool brands that we know, um, people are probably with an engineering background because they need to build power tools, but they, they're not really users as well. You know, they go home 530 and yeah. then, you know, they're not picking up a tool until the next morning, if at all. If at all. Um, whereas we, we just keep going, right? And we, we are <laughs> friends with the people that we, that we sponsor. You know, we are, yeah. we are part of the community, really. Yeah, so Dan Dan's in his workshop, for example. Now Dan will have been working in his workshop since probably eight a.m. this morning. And when the clock, uh, when he's when he's off the clock, um, he won't leave. <laughs> He'll be there tinkering away or making or doing whatever. And I'm often the same. When we're we, we're currently doing uh, doing only a couple of days a week in the office, and I will typically work from uh, where my workshop is, and I'll I'll be I'll be doing the same because my lunch break will be. It's slowly going through the mountain of projects that uh, friends and family and everyone uh, wants, wants <laughs> to do list. To build, which we'll all be very familiar with. No, exactly. And it's and it's 18 months long and everything jumps the queue and trumps everything else. And it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm very much, I'm one of those people. So my, my background, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm a brand builder, uh, I suppose. I, I love to, uh, work with passionate communities and be passionate about products and um, making is something that has just always fascinated me i was the person who was taking things apart as a kid to to, to, to find out how they worked and much to mum's annoyance not necessarily putting them back together um yep. I to <laughs> putting that them so back together and finding several bolts that I'm going to say you don't need. It's always possible. Exactly. exactly. We're finding efficiency. Efficient reassemblies, yeah. <laughs> or or yeah, speedy reassemblies before before parents get home. <laughs> but uh yeah, so so I specifically with with woodworking, it's it's something that I really have only been it, it's uh, it's funny because you talk to people and some people say 
yeah, you know, I've been I've been building my whole life, but it's never too late to start and it's never too late to learn. I mean, I personally have only really actually been working with wood for the last let's call it five years. And since then, it's a shame that I'm in this room because of all of all the rooms of my house, this is the one that probably has the fewest pieces of furniture in it that I've built. Um, but the desk that, that, that this computer is on and the shelves above me, I built my double wide computer desk downstairs. I built our bedside tables, shelves, speaker stands. Like it's just, yeah, we, 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 we build, we build for, for fun. And, and one of the wonderful things about, about doing that is that, is that you're not alone in it. There are so many resources yeah. out there and we get to work with so many cool people. Um, in particular yeah. on the, on the YouTube side, I mean, Triton for, for, for those who aren't aware, Triton runs a, uh, what we call a, a brand ambassador program. We don't advertise uh, necessarily in in kind of a quite a traditional direct way we don't go here's the product here's everything you need to know about it you should buy it because it's excellent for these reasons that happens but but from a from kind of an outward perspective it's it's more indirect than that we find people like uh macromona like april wilkerson like brothers make and more recently um uh, Frank Kruger in Germany, Fabian Pohl in France, and Crimson Guitars—people who have a, uh, a shared passion for for creating and a need to share the entire journey, start to finish, share the highs and the lows of making, and mm -hmm. want to teach and want to jargon bust because that's what we're about. Um, yeah. it, and I and I I hope that comes across because that's if it's not, then I'm not doing my job very well. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it, yeah. Triton as a as an entity in the maker community seems to just like appear. You know, it, it's like you said, it's not that kind of you know brush in your face, uh, you know, product pushing at every corner or anything like that. You you know, it, it, you in the background in people's workshops or that thing that you know that people are using, but it's not like you know sponsored by Triton. You know, it's it's just. You're just there at being functional and useful and yeah. helpful you yeah. know it's a, and that, that's in my my experiences of, of triton uh, back to 2016-ish i think at the woodworking power tool show um you know that, that was like early days of uh when you guys started working with april you know and yeah. that was exactly the, the feeling i got of um going and speaking to you guys at the time it was it was just a case of like oh yeah we've, we've got this thing that does that it's really cool do you want to have a go you know it, it wasn't it wasn't that kind of pushy um oh you must have our tool it's it's absolutely amazing it's it's try and see you know it, it's uh if it fits your purpose then it's fits your purpose exactly. it's, it wasn't uh it wasn't a big sales push it, you know it was it was really laid back and you know, hey guys, we do this thing. Yeah, and it's kind of, but but we, but but I do develop new products. I can I can spend all the money, come up with a really expensive product that does it all, right? But what does the maker actually need for the jobs and for the projects that are on, right? Yeah, I, I focus on the as well the accessories. You can buy a Ryobi or somebody else in the you know lower price range. You got you got everything. You got everything in the box, you know. But from these accessories, ninety percent you will never use, right? Yeah. And they all cost money. So 
I try to speak to the community and ask them, what do you guys want? What do you guys need? And mm-hmm. ask Mark, ask the ambassadors, ask friends, you know, to see the essential job that they want that tool to do. And then, you know, we design it accordingly. It's a, it's a, and it's a really, I think it's a really good uh, approach. If it, like if, 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 if I sing our own braces for a moment, <laughs> I think, I think it's a really, really good approach that, that we, that we, surround ourselves in our company with with like-minded people who who actively use the stuff because the reason that dan develops the tools in the in the direction that he does and the reason that we market them the way we do is because we as dan described we go and we go and find actually how people are using them um uh, dan and i will actively be building things and i'll send Dan a quick message and say could it be better if it's doing this or i have this in the box and i've never actually attached it because there's a, oh, there's a different way. <laughs> yeah. it's like so it's it's um yeah and, and our yeah. our brand ambassadors are are a real kind of a real good focal point of that because they they showcase i think we reach nearly for if you put together follow accounts they reach nearly four million woodworkers and makers every single day just by almost coolness by association just by by using the products and again not shouting about it just you know i suppose that i suppose the approach is these these people really know what they're doing they, they put out videos for entertainment to teach yes and they could be using anything but they don't they're using triton because they because because the triton stuff is made and designed in a way that what you need is there and what you don't need you don't pay for yeah um, that, makes, that, was, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. It, I, I, I think I liked uh, a few years ago, quite a few years ago now, went to a local tool show, tool show in Kent. I think it was FFX. Uh, we're running it at the Deathling Showground. Mm-hmm. And uh, you, there were a number of, obviously, there were, there were masses of tool manufacturers there. And I won't mention some of the other names, but some of them are yeah, very much geared towards perhaps people working in the trades. Mm. Yeah, the, the particular kind of brands, they, they kind of market themselves as trade brands rather than kind of what I would say maker brands. I mean, obviously, people in the trades are makers, but yeah, they sure. perhaps have a different um, way of working with their tools. Um, they, they, they often work their tools hard and you know, they're often very particular about the brands they want to work with. And often it's a, I'm this color. But yeah, you kind of go, going around the stands, yeah, and talking to some of the kind of the reps on some of the stands. There are quite a few of the stands. I, I won't sort of drop any sort of names here, but they were very <laughs> kind of forceful about kind of sort of sales. Mm-hmm. They were very much kind of like, you know, we're the best brand for this, and we have the, the, the widest range of this, or we have this, and we have that. And it was very kind of sales, forceful sales. And there were there were a couple of stands I went to, and I kind of asked questions for it. It was like it was almost like. You actually really want to sell me this? You, you, don't, you don't seem kind of too bothered, is it? Because I'm clearly, yeah, an older guy with a beard. I'm probably not in the trade, therefore you're probably not that interested. But I was at the I was at the Triton stand, and there was a there was a little bit of a demonstration happening, and I was sort of looking at just through tools, and one of your guys was was there, and it, it was probably similar age to me, to be honest, possibly even a, a couple of years older, and we, we just got chatting. And it was clear that he was somebody who who made stuff. It was so clear that he was kind of interested in kind of you know what I like to make. And I think that that was kind of a stand. And, and I've seen the same when, I, when I've been to Triton Stand at Maker Central. The two times I've been there, when I've been to other tool shops, I've been to the Triton Stand with different people. 
you still get that kind of sort of same kind of approach or i have found but get that same sort of approach of okay yeah yeah what, what do you want to make yeah what do you make what do you want to do yeah what are you interested in yeah what, what do you want to sort of try out i mean the, the dnm show in 2019 um i was i was actually looking at possibly getting a, a bobbin sander I, at the end i didn't because i just really couldn't decide whether to get the portable one which i know i can fit into my tiny little workshop or whether to go for the kind of yeah the, the bobbin and bolt sander because i knew that would be more useful to me and it's just like well but yeah look like yeah have a go look here's a piece of wood we've got it powered up we've got extraction on here yeah, have a go have a play see what see what works for you and in the end because i couldn't make my mind up it's just like look, yeah thank you for that yeah it's fine yeah what you've got to you've got to pick what's right for you and it's it, it's like, something it's something specifically that we, we we do we do product training um when uh, prior to prior to attending shows and uh and largely the product training is not it's not necessarily sales focused it's it's uh, familiarity focused and that's very that's very easy uh where you've got uh members of the team like dan and myself who actively practice and, and use the pieces every single day but it's similar to the conversation that uh, that, that that you and i had briefly at uh at makers jamie where mm. um you need to kind of instill confidence in the in the in the person that you're talking to that that that, that you and we in this sense triton know what we're talking about because let's be honest triton's triton's not my first power tool uh, you would expect to try it. Our, our audience is one that typically has done their research before they before they go and buy the tool they know what they're looking for they're they're buying a, a tool for specific features they don't walk in because they need one pick up the orange one because they need one and walk out with that they're buying it for specific reasons but yeah. we when we're doing our training we we specifically it always comes back to what do you make with it how does it how does it how does it fit your fit your purpose because if you don't know what you're talking about and if, if, if a sales rep doesn't know what they're talking about and, and i have had a similar experience with uh with with different reps andy um you can smell it a mile away if somebody doesn't yeah. like it and it's yeah. it's not it's not i don't want to say like it's a, it's a it's a hive mind because it makes the it makes the makers communities it has negative connotations but 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 you can you can tell if somebody if somebody doesn't make yes. um and, Very much so. and so and so we as a as a uh, as a brand we don't try and bullshit you because we can't <laughs> yeah <laughs> because it's not it's not valuable to it it is it is it is not the most efficient approach i'll give it that if we if we were training people specifically and saying these are the sales techniques you need to hit these and and you'll, you'll sell more that way then then yes perhaps we'd 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 sell more but then the the user experience is is lesser the the, the the approach we take is is such that i like to think that everyone that comes interacts with us leaves something closer to a, a kind of a, a personal ambassador of the brand than, than they were before they came and spoke to us because we take the approach we do you know it, it's it, yeah it comes back to, to to what's your use of it does it does it fit your purpose i mean that, that's obviously that's similar to the conversation we had at makers anyway uh, of that uh you're, you're building a relationship with the human being behind it rather than trying to just sell a product yeah. you know the, the fact that um you know kind of your approach to it is to learn about the person and what they're making and if the tool isn't right for it you, you're not going to recommend it you know I, it would be very easy to to 
get sales on that, that big, absolutely monstrous plane that you guys have. <laughs> because everyone who looks at it goes, oh my God, that's amazing. So it'd be very easy to push sales for it. But there's only going to be like three people in the world who actually need that thing because, you know, it's... <laughs> But then, this is a good example. Those three people, you know, they're probably building a barn or building a carport or something. Exactly, yeah. You know, and it would take them ten times longer without it. Yeah. If, they, yeah. if they went for the for the major brand, you know, they would spend three times the amount of money, right? So, true, that exactly, I don't yeah. need every day. Why would I spend the big money, you know? Mm-hmm. And the Triton will last them a lifetime anyway. So Yeah. The, the, yeah. Have, you ever, have you guys ever seen that thing in use? No. It's, on, on it's, it's phenomenal. Honestly, it sounds like an air raid siren. It's it's our our MD likes to say you can write a work on it because it's uh, it's 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 efficient at what it does. <laughs> oh my god! I, I thoroughly recommend the battle races that they do in the state. Uh, yeah. <laughs> The belt sounded. I would, yeah. I would, yeah. It, that, that, it's, it's, uh, it's got our our patented triple blade drum in it. So if we're doing a power tool race, I'd. Um, I think I'd be behind a bulletproof glass or something if we're turning that on because it's 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 very very good at removing a lot of material very quickly. What we do with the robot wars next Exactly. I, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if somebody if somebody took zip ties and just mounted that sideways uh, on a on a little remote control car. They probably do pretty well. <laughs> One on the back to balance out. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. But we we get sent we get sent all sorts of and it's one of the it's one of the most fun things about about what about what we do and the way we operate is that everybody that uses the tools it, we we find that people are a they either have heard of us and love it or they haven't heard of us and and then mm-hmm. and then they get to they get to to, to go through the, the the joy of learning about it but we get sent we get so much inbound marketing we get we get so many people sending us um clips of their uh tools and use and stuff that they've made and the way they've integrated it into their work ventures and uh, you mentioned the portable spindle sounder we get um probably uh one every week of somebody who's come up with some some new way to integrate it into okay. some sort of flip down table or specifically mounted in their workbench or the rest of it um, you can't always show that because obviously you know, we have a bit of a yeah. duty of care not everything is 100 safe that people do with the tools but <laughs> what we can show yeah. we do show oh my goodness yeah i can imagine yeah. <laughs> yeah, there are there are a number there are a number of clips we've been sent that have been kind of saved in the vaults for 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 internal viewing as to what users are doing with it, but definitely shouldn't Future be Future training only. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but no, so so the 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 TPL one eighty is the big is the name of the big seven inch planer. Um, that that uh, you're right. It kind of it has it has one very obvious specific use which is which is flattening usually huge oak beams and we've got some fantastic clips of uh, of, of users doing that if, if if people have a look at our instagram and our uh tags part specifically they'll be able to see us posting and reposting things that we're uh, things that we're that, that we're that we're sent like that and um i think people interact with us because because we respond <laughs> because we're genuinely interested in the in 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 what you're doing um and the that, that product actually the tpl and atb uh, that, that has a that has a a new version coming out very soon doesn't it dan because we took the feedback there, there was one one kind of niggle with it the dust export the dust extraction port wasn't large enough because the the wettish green wood green oak chips are really sticky so yeah. Yeah, we made it bigger we made it bigger but at the same time being 
improved the motor power a little bit and now it's even more of a beast so <laughs> yeah, continuous improvement really but yeah people told us about that you know they, they said we absolutely love it but it you know it clogs up so mm. I suppose it's, it's one of the benefits of being close to the close to the community and using the using the tools ourselves is that is that for 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 a lot of the work that Dan does he's he's got a lot of material specifically from the community as to what people want to see uh, we have the we have the benefit of a lot of people writing to us and you know everyone's everyone's an expert so everyone tells us how we should do it and some things get changed for regulation purposes <laughs> and we get asked I'd say four or five times a show why we uh why we've changed the super jaws or why we've changed the work center and and people are fans for a long time as well we get we yes, get people turn up oh yeah absolutely 1976 you know that's yeah. try to start it no exactly and, uh, so Triton's it's in its iteration number seven right mm -hmm. and, and i had, I had well, at least four people two of them were actually real australians uh at maker central that were asking questions about the 20 year old model and, I mean, funny wow. enough, we, we still have some spare parts for that as well. <laughs> Not everything anymore, but we, we do still support it. <laughs> but yeah, there's there's a huge fan community in Australia. You know, but they say they, they even isn't the original Mark isn't the original Super Jaws in a museum somewhere in Sydney. It is so so because George it's George part of heritage of like uh, Australian heritage. <laughs> exactly that. There is a there is an Australian museum. Um, to do with Australian heritage and the tr Triton brand and Triton Super Jaws features as an exhibit in there, and it's it's I don't know whether it's kind of the the the, the goggles of age, but but that thing, a fantastic product. The first, the, honestly, it, it was the it was the the original well, first well, foot operated well. portable clamp was the Super Jaws released in ninety one by Triton. It would kick you in the shin as soon as you released it there was a spring that shot the that shoots the shoots the foot pedal forward and uh and we get we get people coming up at shows and saying oh that's awesome but yeah so what iteration of the super jaws is this oh i've got one of the original ones oh yeah okay from nice 92 and then they'll and then they'll roll up their <laughs> they'll roll up their shin and they'll have a fresh bruise and they'll say oh so uh sorry about that do you want do you want a, do you want a new one and they go oh no i love the thing like i wouldn't <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I suppose because it, it, Triton's originally an Australian company, isn't it? That's it's kind of that's... migrated back these ways. Yeah, that, that's these right. Ways. Yeah, about 15, right. 16 yeah. years ago. Yeah. Yeah. So mm -hmm. we, so we, uh, Triton's born in '76 in in Australia, inside of Melbourne. Uh, the original inventor, George Lewin. Um, wanted to do something that he wasn't able to do effectively uh I, I think i think the original work said i think he was building the story is he was building a, a coffee table and he needed to mount his circular saw to his table so that he could make cuts that he wasn't able to do otherwise um, the, the his invention the the work center got featured on um on an australian kind of inventors program or like daytime tv thing and overnight he got uh, 1500 sales of this thing and the company barely existed yet like the guy didn't have didn't have the the the, the setup to fulfill the orders immediately but but the demand was there and so triton was born out of that and that kind of i suppose that that heritage and that legacy of uh, 
trying to provide uh, a service through products that, that that other people don't is something that we've kind of carried on as as uh, as uh, to the best of our ability uh, throughout Triton's history. But Triton came to the UK in was it 2006, I believe, Dan. Yep. Um, and was was sort of not not reborn, but has certainly taken on taken on new life since uh, since since headquartering uh, out in the southwest of England in Yeovil. It, it did breach out a little bit before we got hold of it. So the range was was getting too big. It was just a jack of all trades, you know, metalworking, woodworking, everything together. And uh, since we got it, it got refocused to be woodworking only, to be specific for purpose. Mm. And I think it was the best thing ever. I, th I think so. I think I think the, the the refocusing of it did did it uh, did it a lot of good because it it one of the one of the benefits that we have is that is that our our products are at a price point that gives you exceptional products uh, without the customer paying for the overheads of development for things that cut tiles or or are built specifically to cut metal or break through brickwork and you don't have the uh, the, the the marketing or the logistics of the supply chain everything uh, the tooling everything to do with with doing any of that we are um it's not you know woodworking is not a not a not a, a niche per se because it's it, it's universal our customers are um they're they're joiners they're carpenters they're cabinet makers they're in commercial workshops they're kitchen fitters they are your everyday woodworker your fair weather woodworker they're your person that goes into the workshop at 8 a.m like myself and dan and leaves at nine o'clock at night and we get an angry call from the wife asking us where we are um, but hey i built you a banana stand <laughs> She's still. That's a bad example. She's still waiting on her bows. It's on the list. She doesn't need to remind you every six months. It is. No, it's on the list. Yeah. yeah. As long as I know it's on the list, as far as I'm concerned, it's it's done. Yeah, the list. Yeah, we've all got one. How 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 do you guys choose choose your projects? Because we we've talked about having a list, and this would be something that that people listening can empathise with. Everyone's got a list of what to build. To, in terms of how you prioritize what you're building is it is it whichever one you're asked for most or is i i, I don't know i don't really know what i'm what i'm asking because when i yeah well, I, I think maybe, i think i know what you're asking you kind of hear this is, a, this yeah. is maybe a a, a, a a thinly veiled self-help question i've got <laughs> i've got too many projects to do and i don't know where to start how do you guys start <laughs> first I, wife and kids you know, make them happy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, then what yeah. do you need in the house and around, you know? What, what would make your life it? easier? Exactly. And lastly, I... what do you want? <laughs> <laughs> but what I, what I often find is I go to, to, to local sawmills, uh, places like Yandos and others are available, and I find a spectacular piece of timber. You know, it's, it's all unique pieces, you know, there won't be a second one in the world like it. And then, you know, it all flows and they know exactly what they want to do with it. So it's kind so of that was <laughs> it's whether or not you, you, you're fitting the materials to the project that you need to do or creating the project around the really nice bit of material that you've just found. Exactly. Sometimes I, it's a fine balance to choose between those two. 
<laughs> yeah, this this doesn't really help me because I'm in I'm in the camp uh, the same camp that you guys are where I see a nice bit of wood and I have to have it because it's the only one in the world and then I'm afraid to use it because I don't want to. I, I want it's to too do, special. Yeah, I want, yeah, I want to do it justice. It's, it's not it's too special. It's that, it's that the project might not be right for it. Maybe if I cut it this way, you won't see the most. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I've got a few pieces of wood on that. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think for me, a, a, a clue to what jobs become. Uh, priority is when my wife says I'm just going to make this thing <laughs> me knowing full well that she doesn't have the skills to perhaps make the thing that she wants to make and that's normally a kind of an incentive to kind of like, okay yeah I'll bring that to the top of the list and that'll 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 happen now you see so I, that... I sort of took the different approach with that Andy because um I just taught my wife how to use all the tools so she uses my tools probably more than I do. Um, so quite often it's I, when I was back working in the office and things, it'd be, you know, I'd get a, a text message going, uh, I need to cut this bit of wood. What's the best saw to use? Or I'm just about to do this. Uh, is there a better way? Like, uh, wait till I get home and I can at least hold the other end before you try and cut through this. You know. <laughs> yeah. uh, see, I've, I've yeah. tried... I've tried woodworking, uh, and and my wife, my wife, she loves she loves doing it, but um, but uh, there are other things that she likes doing more. So whenever when it, but and she's only interested with building something that is relevant to her or the house. So bath caddy, she's in the workshop with me. If if yeah. I'm building a coffee table to house my father-in-law's Lego Millennium Falcon. Which I am at the moment. It's not interesting. <laughs> I, think, I, think, I think I learned. I learned where my wife was with kind of sort of making fairly quickly, and she's fantastic with sort of you know what might be called art and crafts. You know, she's she's very able with uh, textiles and things like that. But you know, not soon after we sort of first met, and I, I sort of she needed some. Uh, I think there's a she needed a replacement tire on her bike. I said, well, yeah, have you got some tools? Because I'd gone round to her place and I didn't have any tools for me. So she handed me this uh, shoebox with her tool sets in it, and I kind of opened it up. And yeah, it was like yeah, there was a, there was a, a, a kitchen, not a kitchen. Yeah, there was a kitchen knife. There was a small sort of sort of kitchen knife, and there was a um, a, a dining knife. Yeah, it was like a, a butter knife. I said, Why is there a kind of yeah? A, it's a really Andy. useful tool. Yeah, you can't be without the you can't be without the beaten up button knife. Everyone's got. Yeah. <laughs> I've got I've got at least two in. in, in my... Well, I I have a, I have a bunch as well, but it was when I kind of sort of asked you about it and the kind of the explanation that I got, it was like, oh, okay. And surely the, the yeah. beaten up butter knife is is going to be a perfect substitute for when that that new chisel isn't going to cut it for opening the tin of paint. Definitely. Yeah, that, that, that's really that's annoying. Kind of, yeah, things like that have happened. Yes. <laughs> do we need the tried to butter knife. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, we do. <laughs> do we need a limited edition, Mark. What do you think? <laughs> Just round the end over. <laughs> hey, our, no, our I tell you what. I tell you what. There's this, there's this German um, DIY store chain, and what they have done for one of their anniversaries, they actually went and bought uh, a surplus tank, and they used uh, the steel of the gun. They cut it up and they forged hammers out of it. Oh, and cool. Yep. They're all limited edition numbered and they go, I mean, they were like 60 quid when they were in the store. Very limited and they go to 
on eBay they can buy them for four or five hundred quid now. Um, maybe oh, we need uh, a Triton button. I've made of some special steel. What do you think? Hey, I, I, hey our 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 fiftieth anniversary is is coming up in three or four years. I think we've got time to work it out. <laughs> Product development. You hit it here first, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'll let, let you the picture to the CEO, right? Yeah, I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do the song and dance. That's fine. That's my. That's my. Yeah. Sounds like a great. Starts off me. Yeah. Dan says. <laughs> Dan had this great idea. Well, they'll be. I'm presuming they'll be listening to the podcast anyway. So yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll get it there. Yeah. Oh, we think it's a brilliant idea. So, yeah. community is behind it. <laughs> exactly. How? Uh, what, what about what? Uh, what about you guys with uh, with 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 the multitude of people that you get to that you get to talk to generally and 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 through this show? What what perhaps has surprised you the most? Um, is there like a common theme that comes up? Or I think I think one thing that is common is we were saying earlier about yeah when you, you sort of started into kind of making by taking things apart and then sometimes getting mm. them back together properly and sometimes not and i think that is really really quite common i think that yeah i think curiosity is is ubiquitous yeah. among the makers and uh, an overabundance of uh, unfinished projects mm. that seems to be the the, <laughs> the, the commonalities with, with all, almost all makers we've spoken with <laughs> And the hunt for the new toy, I think. <laughs> Since yeah. COVID, the trend is a little bit: how can I turn the making, turn the thing that they love, into into a smaller, medium-sized business? Then, mm. that seems. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people we talk to are in that kind of position. Whether it's from the point of view of actually looking to give up the day job, exactly, uh, eventually, or, or whether it's just, just enough to supplement income to go with the day job, so that they can, yeah. I mean, with raised, rising prices, to actually kind of you know, be able to afford to put fuel in the car or um, to buy electricity. But be it, for a lot of people, I think they, they like to sort of sell their things to in order to maintain the process, to keep going. Mm-hmm. Um, which so, I think for some people is there is that kind of eye on, I'm going to do it as a business. I, mean, see, I was having a conversation with someone um, earlier today about oh. how they'd been at a craft fair and you know, there was somebody who was selling uh, wooden turned items that were being sold almost for less than you could buy the blanks for. And as somebody who made the same sort of things, it's like, yeah. I can't compete with that on a yeah. business point of view. Exactly. <laughs> but for some people, that's... Like a, a struggle for you guys as, as tool manufacturers as well, that, that trying to get that kind of that competitive edge between you know a larger manufacturer who can churn out lots and lots and lots and reduce the cost versus yourselves who are trying to get you know the, the right tool in the right hands kind of thing uh, i'd imagine that's a bit of a, a similar kind of struggle of, of how you can shuffle that kind of um that balance between those two kind of extremes there. We, we are very lucky we've got a very loyal supplier base I mean, over over the last you know, since 1976, really. <laughs> but no, we we have a very stable supplier base. It's hugely in support of what we do, and uh, um, big brands have different expectations sometimes in terms of margins, etc. As well, so we are 
I mean, it doesn't doesn't mean we don't like making money. You know, we're still a commercial entity, and yeah, we we, course, we yeah. do we are we are highly profitable as well. But uh, I think expectation level is different. You know, if you're the yellow brand or the the green brand. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, ultimately, I mean, ultimately, I, I can sell them on my first day of of sort of paid work, and yeah, I'm a tour of the. I, I was in sort of quality control. And research and you know, should get a tour of the facility get a tour of the labs where i was going to be working and a tour of the sort of manufacturing floor and the, the most important thing I've, i ever learned in business came that day we said, yeah we have to make money if we don't make money we are no longer a business exactly and that that is an, an essential tenant of, of any business if, you, if you're not producing enough money from whatever your product or service yeah. is you will no longer be a business it doesn't get any simpler than that yeah we are also part of a bigger company a bigger group of companies that doesn't only own the triton branch so um we are we are still a very very important part of that business but uh uh, the focus is not only on us making all the money which is Mm. again it helps yeah yeah I have a mission how that works in terms of, you know, th- does that give you, I mean, obviously it, it's a very common thing to have kind of you know, bigger companies with a number of companies underneath them. It's, uh, I think the majority of the tool manufacturers are part of some sort of chain. I think there's only so, one I, mean, I can think of that isn't, as in terms of major There isn't many, there isn't many yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I mean, does that give, uh, apart from obviously there's, there's a business comfort there by having that because, you know, when one, just seasonally one company might not be doing quite so well another company may be bouncing so overall everything's hunky-dory for the, the larger business but uh, ignoring kind of that side of things from a maybe more technical side of things are there kind of sort of benefits do you get to work with your sort of dan your your counterparts in the other companies that kind of go oh we found this there's this new bit of tech it's really good you might want to think about see if you can incorporate that into your product that happens. That happens, for example. But then, uh, also, in a, when you when you consider the experience that different people in different positions bring to the business, right? We have we have people in the business that were very high level people at the world, or well, Stanley Black and Decker. Um, mm. We have well, the luxury. I've got my own team, Feist, and my key people there were all making power tools for, you know, the odd other big brand. Um, so that combination of skill and experience really is helping you out a lot. Plus the network that comes with that, right? The network, as in which manufacturer people know from 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 the former life or whatever, you know, it's, all comes together. The, I think the, the the network is a is a is a big part of it because we we uh, I suppose what we were talking about with where the business has to earn enough to exist and continue existing and continue to evolve is set directly against whatever your overheads are and we have the benefit as part of a larger group that we have a supply chain and logistics setup and and knowledge of uh, of manufacturers tools and tech and pieces far greater than we would if uh, if, if if triton was just solely triton so our our cost is shared in that regard um but triton triton does as a as a as one of the we call them I think power brands internally. Um, we Triton pulls a pulls a a big part of that of that of that weight in uh, within within the company. Mm. 
bringing it back to, to the conversation about about makers wanting to do it as a business and earning enough to exist i suppose if people are starting a lot of people did as you mentioned during lockdown down if people are starting it starting making with the intention of of selling and it being their full-time thing in in my head that's not to say it doesn't it doesn't work sometimes but in my head that kind of takes away from from the love of it because it's a it's a direct conflict with doing it because you love doing it you've always got the background of mm-hmm. uh, i think it how becomes many another job doesn't it yeah yeah but yeah. i think it's really rare that people aren't into making it some form or other already that they decide i want to pick up making i want to develop in order to sell and make money you know i don't think that happens at all actually you, you have to yeah have the, I, I, I think it's a skill already and you know yeah. just it's, try it's to people have already it. been making they already have a background yeah. in it it's that yeah. can i turn the thing it's that kind of you do it's that adage isn't it of if you do this do the thing you love you never have to work a day in your life mm-hmm. do a day of work and, and I, I, it's not really true because you're yeah. always working if you're doing the thing you love you sort of work at it yeah. and if you turn it into your income you probably have to work harder and, and then you lose the benefits perhaps of having it as your hobby I, I, I know a number of people that are, that are really successful doing it. They then, at one point, quite soon start employing people, just for the purpose of retaining the fund themselves. And you know, the routine work goes to somebody, so to a team of people, you know, to to get production done, to get yeah. you, know, you know the the awesome. products done that pay the you know bread and butter. So so we 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 kind of get the behind the scenes of that as well because we have we've grown significantly in the last. Uh, X number of years. I've I've been with Triton uh, four years, and, and in that time, um, yeah, our, our growth has been yeah doubled in size. You know, our growth has been. Uh, that sounds like I'm taking credit. I'm not. There's a there's an awesome team and awesome products behind it. <laughs> I can say it on record. You know, it's it's me. It's all me. <laughs> we can cut that. Don't cut that. <laughs> um, where was I going with this? Yes, makers. In particular, Dan mentioned they employ people. We, we we know teams that have gone from two people in the last four years to roughly 15. Um, I have had the personal benefit of two of the three, actually, of the of the ambassadors that I prospected and brought on to be under the Triton Ambassador program are actively leaving their normal full-time employment to content create full-time as a result of Triton uh, enabling them um and and being that being that kind of that 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 stepping stone arguably a a safety net in a sense because they don't have to sell specifically directly because there's there's uh, there's there's money that changes out with sponsorship but they're going from what they do to fund their hobby uh of of making to making full full time um and i think probably a good example of that is our, our, our mutual friends johnny and matt from brothers make who yeah good friends you know, yeah. who've been able to kind of um, particularly kind of matt who's been able to kind of go I, i'm not going to be a teacher full-time anymore and as as, a, as an ex-teacher myself kind of seeing that happen with people because I, I know the kind of the, the stresses and strains of teaching and how it actually can kind of eat into you and and, and in some way if you're teaching full-time often you you don't get necessarily the time to make you mm-hmm. don't get the time even because you you you're after school and i think with with 
Matt, being a technology teacher, obviously he gets an element of being able to sort of make and some enjoyment. And I've, I've done a little bit of that myself in school, where you're in a workshop and you're helping a student make something and produce something or solve a problem. And there's still that element there of making, but being able to actually kind of say, right, Mondays, I'm not going to be in school. I am going to be in the workshop and I'm going to be able to work on producing content, work on developing you know, with, with my brothers and make obviously their plastic um, reprocessing and, and recycling. It's, it's just phenomenal and probably amongst the best in the UK in terms of kind of the, the public seeing side of things. Yeah. And I think, yeah, that's, they've been a part of for Triton for, for many years now. And I think well, it was definitely that kind of involvement with you that allowed that to happen. It it, it 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 was yeah brothers brothers make have done brothers make have done exceptionally well they i think at last counts uh maybe yesterday 189,000 on youtube when uh when when i first started talking to them i think it was it was late 18 uh and they were at 5000 500 yeah. and we signed them at 6000 because as we discussed earlier they 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 uh they produced content that 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 aligned with our core passion for for needing to to teach and needing to show needing to enable and um and they were they were fun they produced videos that that you would expect to have far more views and now do get the views you would expect um on a on a channel that that if you just if you scroll down a little bit three years ago you you know there'd be there'd be between um between kind of one in 10,000 uh, views. Um, so yeah, Brothers Make, yeah. Brothers Make is a, is a, is a, uh, a prime example of that. Hi Matt, hi Johnny, I know you're listening. <laughs> yeah, we'll be having them um, on soon, hopefully. Yeah, yeah. That'd, be, that'd be terrific. They're, they're, a, they're a laugh, they really, they really are a, a lot yeah, of fun. I, mean, it, um, I first met them at the first Maker Central mm -hmm. and um, they had just posted their first video. And uh, it's sort of like at that that week before I think it was. Um yeah. and we were we were both we were both they and I were uh our Instagram accounts were below hundred followers and it was it was completely, you know, fresh into it all. Um, you know, we were as green as each other. And then now you you know we wind them up all the time for for that kind of you know skyrocket to uh, to, to, to infamy I suppose is better than fame there but, uh, but it's, I mean it's, it helps that such lovely people as well I think you know they're, they're so caring yeah. and approachable and want to offload as much of their knowledge as they can into yeah we 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 pay them in sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's I'm only partially kidding. Um, <laughs> but, uh, honestly, I am. There's there's near us. There is a there is a, a sandwich place that we introduce them to, and Johnny in particular. My goodness, we are not allowed in unless we unless we come bearing sandwiches. They, it's, it's, if if you ask him honestly, ask him ask him about ask him about when when you get them on, ask him about the the the, the Triton sandwich, or just say the word Chapman's and his you know. His ears will prick up and his eyes will light up. Man loves a sandwich. You'll have three hours of content right there if you ask Johnny about a sandwich. <laughs> uh, a, a lot, I mean, a lot of people 
make as an escape, don't they? And and, and yes. me, I I I tend to try and as much as I can, I, I tend to separate my uh, my my work life where I'm involved in the tools and talking about the tools the whole time from what I'm actually what I'm actually doing. So I you know I, I put my headphones in and I and I'll, I'll just I'll create for, for for me for three or four hours straight because it feels separate to to creating for something else. And I you know and I, and coming back to doing stuff as a business, I I know a lot of people who are good enough that they could do. Uh, they could turn what they do into a business, but I I know an equal amount of people who um, don't want to because they don't they don't want to lose they don't want to lose that they don't want to yeah. don't want to, yeah, to, to to step into that world and and that be that become more of their identity than it than it is already. Um, yeah, along the same vein, there are people who are, who I who I won't name, but if they're listening, they know who they are. Who are serial business starters who start multiple businesses to fund their hobbies which spawn more businesses which need more hobbies to fund the business it's it's a it's a vicious cycle of of, of yeah yeah and uh, and it, it's, it's fantastic and it's, and it's quite it's quite funny and fun to watch but it's uh yeah i uh personally i um i'll stick with the one job <laughs> well it, it's uh, to sort of look back to what andy was saying earlier about the uh you get some of the folks who will make for fun and then they suddenly realize they've surrounded themselves with all of these things that people want and they've made and they don't have a use for they just made them because they wanted to make them and then they'll sell them at cost or at think, whatever they can be bothered with i, 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 I think i think sorry, sorry Jamie, go ahead uh, i was just going to say I, I think i think it's interesting how much people sometimes have a have a mental block where they believe that they that it's too late or or that that it's not good enough or they don't have the they don't have the the, the skills to do but every one of our our brand ambassadors typically and and anybody who they might look up to or watch on a regular basis has a very similar story matt ramona for example he was um, he was uh, he was working in IT. He was made redundant. Him and Lizzie, Lindsay, who is uh, absolute superwoman, Lindsay is amazing. Yeah. Um, they went to IKEA and wanted to buy a bedside table. And Matt went, "What? I can make that." <laughs> like, so, 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 so he did, and and he wasn't particularly pleased with it. So he taught himself to do it better and now he's building queen anne high boys and he sells workbench kits and, and chair kits worldwide for a living like everybody has a has a, a first project in a humble beginning and and people need to i think generally be be less afraid of of failure and less afraid of of learning because that's that's largely a part of the a part of the, the reason we consume the content that we all do is because it's because we see the, the the highs and the lows you see what's best practice and and the funny parts which is what's not best practice it's quite a number of people as well that don't want to concern themselves with the ins and outs of running the business right with the commercial side of it with the taxes with you know all the bookkeeping you just want to make yeah. and, and fun yeah. of that but don't want to sell really but... and that's yeah. perfectly okay and i i think it's i I, I sometimes fear sometimes you, we see things on kind of you, particularly if you're a youtuber or you're you're into youtube a lot you see a lot of kind of like how to turn your youtube into a business and, and not just kind of get plenty of views and get you know get the adsense running in and get sponsorships but yeah you know, actually kind of you know, become a business 
you know, there, there, there are podcasts about it. There are channels dedicated entirely to kind of you know, becoming a business based off YouTube, whether that's you know, using YouTube as the business or whether it's creating something in, in wood or metal or whatever, and then going into business. And I, I think we kind of, I think it's almost that kind of hustle culture yeah. that isn't necessarily useful. I think, you know, if making is something that a lot of people enjoy. I mean, a lot of my making, I mean, I've, people have heard my story plenty of times. I've, I've, in my other occasional podcast, Thoughts from Tinker Reach, I've, I've gone into this sort of detail about kind of my history of making. And I've been on a couple of other podcasts. And yeah, I, like, yeah, I started out really young. I can remember making. We came from a making family. We made stuff because we couldn't afford to buy stuff. And we fixed stuff because we couldn't afford to buy new stuff. And yeah, that kind of carried on. And yeah, as a, as a new house owner, when I got married, you know, it was a case of right. Well, we we we're paying a mortgage. We have got stuff that we've got to pay somebody else to do because we can't do it. And there's stuff that we will do ourselves because it's. A, 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 I mean, I, I live in the southeast. You know, getting anyone down here, a trying to find somebody that can do a job for starters is is annoying. If you can find somebody, the the amount they actually want to pay. Or to be paid to do something that you now, particularly, I know that I can do, or should be able to do, and it's like you want how much per it's, day? It's so it's so it's such a dangerous dangerous thing to start, isn't it? Like I, I personally, yeah. I stop at wallpapering. I can wallpaper. I hate it. Like I, I, I hate it. Like it, it's, it's, it's great. It doesn't take that long. But in my head, I built up to be this, this, this huge thing. And then I've, and then I've, I've bought the wrong type of wallpaper paste, and I've bought paste the paper, not paste the wall. And there's just so many things that that could be simpler. Um, but this isn't the, this isn't the wallpaper podcast. This is the, yeah. <laughs> um, hey, wallpaper is making. Yeah, it's, you, know, you make the it, place it, better. It, it, it is. It is. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna dunk on the wallpaper community here. <laughs> <laughs> if that's your thing then fantastic i love you for it but it's 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 not for me but at the same time i i i feel pain paying someone to do something that i know i could do regardless of how much i won't want to do it which means the wallpaper won't be done because i could do it but i'm not going to <laughs> we're looping back around to that again we had, a, we had the bathroom done, or the, we had the tiling done. I did the bathroom, and you know, it, it wasn't done right. I, you know, if you didn't feel you paid a lot of money and you could really have done better yourself, just probably double the amount of time. But you know, it's really disheartening sometimes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is this is the other thing. When when you uh, you guys might might be the same, but when I when I make something, everyone's their own worst critic. I'll know that I screwed up the the the, the mitre on that joint, and. There won't be a day that goes by when I show someone that that <laughs> that that piece of furniture that I won't personally point that out, and yeah. they wouldn't know. Nobody would know. Yeah. I might have hidden it up or filled it in with uh, with with wood filler or something, but I'll tell them it was wrong. <laughs> and it, it, it's like when when someone comes around to your house, no matter how tidy and clean your house is, you always you know apologize for the state of it, and it, it's that kind of you know inbuilt sort of mentality isn't it yeah. it's like oh i made this thing but just don't look at this bit that i cocked up here don't look at this it's, bit behind yeah. here if you open this bit up there that's yeah. wrong. <laughs> no one's gonna do that and they're going you look at it you made that yeah yeah <laughs> oh i know i know we're all we're all we're all our own our own worst critics and a, and a lot of people and myself included i suppose allow that 
to prevent me from wanting to make more. I I sometimes, if I'm halfway through a project and I screw something up, I'll start the next one. And it's the worst thing I could possibly do because then it becomes this big <laughs> reminder That's in the room. Yeah, unfinished project list. Yeah, and I'll, I'll put it on top of the previous unfinished projects, and it'll just be it'll just be a, a living art display as a testament to my failure. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, the bathroom, bathroom is functional. Why does it have to be yeah. painted? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Doesn't need flooring. There's a idea there, Mark. Maybe we can have a website where we just pass the the semi finished project on to somebody else to finish. <laughs> Or project swap or something like that. That's not a bad idea. A bad project swap is fantastic. <laughs> I, I, I guess the way if there's a group of you, kind of you, you just send on, you take it in turns to send on your house for a weekend yeah. and kind of you say, right, okay, yeah, well, we yeah, finished. Yes, yeah. Can we do that? Would be that thing as a kid where, like, you, you know, if, if you've got a group of friends and one of you would draw like the head of a person and then you fold it over and then the next yeah, person exactly. would draw, draw the neck down, draw the torso. This, but I, I'm, getting, I'm getting ahead of myself. But this is this is an idea that we had for, and I've got to give credit to, to, to Ben Crow um, of Crimson Guitars. This is uh, an idea that, that I think he's he's had swimming around that we think we're going to try probably at the next Maker Central where we'll get Ben to host that effectively where you're building something say it's shaping a guitar and you get access to this part of it and then the next maker is covered <laughs> up and you get access to this part of it and at the end you're going to find out what what the thing looks like um, fantastic yeah. <laughs> i think with guitars you could you could you could really quite do or certainly sort of neck and body couldn't you because i mean the, the joint mm. at a particular point you just define the the sort of the joint between the neck and the body and say look you know you've got to, it's going to be you know five centimeters there two centimeters there it's got to have two holes at you know 25 millimeters apart go yeah Mark, they had uh, the makers jenga right but people bought the jenga blocks and maybe maybe we do the makers guitar that way next time everybody brings in a, a piece of a guitar and ben's challenge is to put it together <laughs> He's gonna make it work. he will. Ben's, Ben's, Ben's amazing. Ben will make it work, but uh, I, I think I think the words never again will um, <laughs> will leave his mouth shortly after. <laughs> well, hopefully, hopefully we're going to get him on sometime this year. So we'll, uh, we'll 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 talk to him if we remember. We'll talk to him about it and suggest it. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. I'm, ta I, uh, I'm talking about you talked about I was going to say, talking about sort of Ben and, and people. We you obviously you've, we've already mentioned that you you work with a, a number of creators, uh, both on sort of this well in Europe and, and in America. I mean, that is obviously uh, you, as you've already said, it's an important relationship for you, and I, I suspect that probably there'll be a lot of people kind of sort of thinking, that's that's great. How how did they get to be? How did they Became brand ambassadors. Did they kind of yeah? You know, up the people approach you? Did you approach them? Yeah. You know, are there kind of you know tricks that, that people should maybe sort of think about if they want to work with not necessarily yourselves but other companies? I think it's a mix, isn't it, Mark? Um, I mean, Crimson is local. I mean, it's this Crimson is fifteen yeah. minutes from where yeah. I am, and and you know half an hour from where you are, Mark. That that's a huge advantage. Um, um, other people we find on the internet. Literally, uh, there isn't actually too many 
emails anymore that we get people asking for sponsorship or to be sponsored, right? It's mainly... Uh, you you might not. You should look at the Instagram DMs. It's, it's, yeah, we get, we get maybe two a day uh, to direct messages of people people saying, I'm thinking of starting up a, a YouTube. I think this would be beneficial for you, Triton. And good on them, absolutely. But But our approach is very much... We need you to love what you're doing, and we will, we we will, we will find you that way. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's the that's the I, I guess the universal experience of of all of the all of the the, the people that we work with specifically. And when I say when I say our, our brand ambassadors and our influencers, our brand ambassadors are, spe are specifically those um, that are kind of officially brand ambassadors. That's not to say that we won't work with you if you're not part of that program we regularly send out um a lot of a lot of tools to, to to people that are just showcasing their love for the brand or their need to create um uh, so so regardless of whether we were we were um getting anything anything back there's no that in, in those cases where somebody where somebody's made something fantastic um and we send something out we're not you know we we say if you continue tagging us that's that's terrific but you know it's not a there's, there's no exchange taking place it's a it's a we love what you do continue doing it i mean maybe to to, to hark back slightly to a, a conversation that we had earlier on clips that we received that are not going to see the the light of day for safety purposes a couple of tools have been sent out as a result uh, people using um bob and sanders upside down as portable <laughs> sanders okay who who didn't know that we made a portable one ourselves we sent them we sent them a portable one because 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 we want them to we want them to, <laughs> we want them to, be, to yeah. be able to yeah we want them not to, to not it, hurt yeah. themselves <laughs> and yeah. and and there's a yeah there's a there's a there's a better way to there's a better way to do things <laughs> I, I think it's worth here you know obviously you and i had a conversation at uh, make a central mark um that was a something that's worth probably bringing up to, to anyone who's listening is, is the fact that as makers, you guys are actively watching the content that people produce. You know, you, you're not like you said before, you're not just sort of sat in an office somewhere finding how to get the, the, the biggest number of sales, you know, you, because you are actively part of the community, you, you're, you're seeing these things and, and making those decisions, like, like seeing someone doing something, you know unsafe and thinking oh well, I, I can use a little bit of my you know uh professional leverage here to be able to send someone you know a, a tool that might be better in the situation you know for for your sort of personal well-being almost isn't it rather than specifically to you know uh, try and promote the brand as such you know it's, it's yeah uh, exactly you, that. you need it's one a, of these <laughs> yeah there's a there's a there's a there's a, a joint need to to allow people to uh to to, to create and and I, I feel very very privileged to be in the in the position to to enable people um, and to help people. Um, there's no threshold, let's say, for 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 oh you know if you've got more than ten thousand Instagram followers, then we'll then we'll we you know we'll we we'll might write you a message and see how it goes. It, it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't work like that. It's it's it's. Personality and personal it's more values. Organic. Isn't it? Exactly, yeah. exactly. It's personality. It's personal values. Anybody who's met uh, Brothers Make, for example, knows how much 
energy they have and how much they want to share what they're doing and, uh, and that, that, yeah. that in particular kind of with, with brothers makes the example really really um yeah. resonated with us um and it's yeah it's it's a it, it's very much it's very much a, a, an organic thing the other part is and this is going to sound bizarre perhaps but people shouldn't be afraid of just writing to ask for things and that's not you know, I, i'm Ginny is our social media manager and she might be bombarded at the moment <laughs> as, a, as a result of that comment but what i what, what i what i mean is if i'm not talking about just triton in particular i'm talking about anything and everything company related yeah. if you if you write and and ask what's the worst that can happen yeah, even 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 if the answer is no, it's going to put you it's going to put you on their radar for for for, for later on, um, and you'd be surprised at how many times the answer is yes. Yeah, and, and I mean from a from a commercial point of view, you know, it's it, it's it's often beneficial for the company anyway. You know, in terms of you know you're producing stuff that has a margin on it, so you know if something retails for two hundred pound, it's not costing you as a company two hundred pound to send that out to the that content create but that that might be more beneficial than 200 pounds worth of marketing budget Definitely. you know and it's yeah. it, it's that understanding that you know as a yeah. as a person you might be more beneficial to that company by asking for them for, for some well, there's, there's also a group of people that, that I, I mentioned earlier the people in the background that i work with the people that just put hours on new tools just to see mm. you know do they break where do they break what needs improving along the way of development so you know by all means you know if you're interested if you're trade background um or you know just general tool users just uh, send us an email and, and it must be something at one point that we can do for what? each other one of the things that that I think is is really really valuable in the in in the way that we work with our community and the way in the particular that we work with our ambassadors and and uh, you, you can ask them please please do write to write to April write to Matt write to uh, Fabian Frank Ben whomever uh, brothers make they would be upset if I forgot them <laughs> um, and uh, the 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 major thing that we the major way that we that we kind of set up our relationships with them which which my understanding from conversations with them and others is at odds with what people tend to expect is that our approach is that they are their own brand and that they are their own brand is the most valuable thing to us i don't want to slap you know the the, the triton logo across the the middle of um one of one of ben's videos because Ben's viewers are Ben's own viewers. Ben knows his audience best. Ben mm. has built his own uh, appearance and brand and following um, based on based on the stuff that he's done. So yeah. us wading in and saying, "Talk to the camera about about this thing," is going to be have a negative in, exactly. It's going to be inorganic to, to to his community and any anybody who's who's had any sort of uh, traction in the in the makers community in terms of having a following is going to have had experiences with companies who want very specific deliverables and uh, and stuff to be a certain way but it just it doesn't it doesn't uh, sit well with their audience the the amount of negative feedback you get as a as a as a as a creator um as a result of changing things up um is 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 astounding so when we bring people on and we're and we're actively growing a following with uh with a, a new creator together 
often they're very it's almost like they've got an approach where they have to where they have to please us and it's a and it's a one-way relationship whereas you know they're, they're, they're going well what, what do you want and my response is i want you to be yourself <laughs> i want yeah. you to i want you to carry on doing the things which put you hey, on our radar in that, the first yeah. place yeah i want you to i want you to, yeah. to, to, to continue loving what you do just maybe when you're cutting this make sure that all you're using is orange but don't shout about the fact that it's orange you can if you want if that's if that's organic to your content fantastic but um yeah it's a it's a it's a for anybody listening who's looking for um who's looking to to perhaps get sponsorship or, or get tools or get anything not necessarily with with Triton, but with anyone make sure that you have established your own identity and audience first because that is what's going to be valuable and that's what that's what um companies and people like myself who recruit perhaps the wrong word but let's let's use recruit recruit ambassadors um will value the most when looking, looking at people more than numbers of followers if you've got yeah. 10 followers and all 10 of them comment every single day and love what you do and like every single video that's far more valuable than somebody who's got a million where only you know five people watch the video yeah. or or perhaps or perhaps are sub but don't have or don't have a yeah, or, or don't have an active interest in, in what it is that you're making, or are the same 10, Jamie, you're right. Yeah, well, I think that's, that's a key point there as well, especially for, um, you know, we talked before about, you know, kind of the, the professional content creators uh, who are producing entertainment rather than, you know, kind of uh, encompassing educational content. You know, I think that they're very easy to tell apart as well. You know, if you've got a content creator who is pulling in big numbers and has all the subs and all the engagement and everything, but all of their followers are not makers, they're not going to be people who are going to be buying your tools anyway. So it's like you say, it's that kind of um, finding the right people that fit your brand as you know as a as a company. You know who there's no point in you finding big numbers if you're not going to get big sales from it you know it's not that you're driving sales but it's it's driving that kind of it, it's putting tools in front of eyes of people who might buy tools rather than you know there's no point putting like you say the triton logo on a handful of tools in someone's video for people who are just looking to you know for pinterest fodder or you know things like that it's because they're not they're not future customers anyway they're not people who are going to be looking to buy tools or looking to to build projects they're just looking for yeah it's, it's putting fun. it's putting if we look at this from from dan's perspective from from i suppose a, a product development perspective uh, it kind of it's about putting the triton logo on on things that we know will bring value um, to the specific maker to the to their activity and to their project really yeah yeah, yeah exactly example, you know how useful is a spindle thunder to guitar builder it's it's invaluable right yeah that it's just the perfect fit yeah yeah and and i suppose to to that example um we we i mean dan's dan's got one i i can spy one in the background we've there. <laughs> <laughs> so let's let's take probably one of the most famous Triton tools ever, the the, the TRA one. Um, router. We the, yes, the TRA one router, um, three and a quarter horsepower router. It's an absolute beast of a thing. Monster, um, yeah. 
it is a monster. It is. It, it turns up in just about every my perfect workshop setup piece that you'll ever watch on YouTube, which which is which is fantastic. We honestly, I I, I can't I can't watch them all um, because there are so many of them, um, because it was built in a way that answered that answered needs and, and questions that, uh, that, the, that, the, that the users had. Uh, it's got several different patented things in it, like the, the rack and pinion um, height adjustment on the side or a built-in router lift, which removes the need for, a, for an aftermarket lift, which saves you the cost of the router again. All that sort of thing. I recommend you go and watch this video if you, if you want to learn more about it. But where I'm going with this is that with regard to putting the right name on the right tools, the TRA-1 hasn't changed in... 20 years now. It was released in 2001, but it is being uh, being evolved very soon into the TRA2, which is which is what Dan's got on the screen there. Now, but it still has all the important safety features, right? Yeah, like the sliding switch cover, for example. You know, if you're changing it, the bit, you can't switch it on. It's closed. So it's locked. Uh, yeah. So, so the, the the my point is that the that the the the, the TRA2 is a, is a is a an evolution, not a replacement of the TRA1. The TRA1 has has done and will continue to do phenomenally well um, as a as a as a workshop favorite around the world. But we saw that in the last twenty years, of course, uh, the way that the way that people use routers has changed. Um, we've got twenty years worth of feedback. We've got twenty years worth of reviews. There was an opportunity to make the TRA1 better. So we did enter the enter the TRA two, which which um, which which is available in uh, Germany at the moment, uh, very soon in the US and very soon in the in the UK, um, and building uh, building the right product with the with the with the Triad logo on it is 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 from Dan's perspective, I suppose, as important as finding the right people to use it. Because they're because they're they're kind of they're kind of one and the same. It's not about it's not about give give this product to the person that can show it to the most people. It's give this give this this product that does the specific things that the specific users need it to do. Yeah, it's it's target demographic, isn't it? It's target audience. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, for sure. Something I was hoping to to tackle that kind of feeds into the back of that is um, obviously with. The, the kind of the, the the umbrella of the parent company, you know, sort of trying to sit at the the kind of the the, the upper end of those uh, other brands, you know, and it, and it's it's fitting its its specific market very well. But just like you know, TTI as a brand, for instance, with you know having you know Milwaukee AEG and Ryobi as kind of three separate price points of essentially similar tools you know where there is kind of um mutual development or mutual um production going on you know the, i think that there's a, a common misconception that you know if a tool is made in a certain part of the world or has got a, a specific stamp on it or a specific brand name on it that it that it must be X, Y, or Z. And I think people forget that most things are made in, you know, in China, for instance, even if it is, uh, you know, got 
made in America stamp on it or something like that. It's, you know, the manufacturing is all done in factories geared specifically for doing that. Exactly. You know, it, so the, the kind of the, I suppose the, the question there or the talking point there is, is how you guys differentiate yourselves from the other brands in the, in the umbrella, you know, because I, I know there's, there's a commonality for, um, tarring with the same brush as it were, you know, is, is it black and orange silver line or is it, is Milwaukee, uh, just a, a Ryobi with the wrong colors or, you know, things like that. I think that's, uh, something that people often get mistaken perhaps. I mean, Oh, the pores are differentiated. Um, I mean, obviously the price point is different. Plus, Triton has a speciality as woodworking. But if you, if you have a, a very entry level brand, um, you need to have a wider offering. You know, you just need to be cheap enough that people can afford it. You need to be good enough that people can can you know finish the projects that they want to do to a to a you know satisfactory level in, in a safe way. Um, the tool mm. doesn't have to last forever. Uh, in, in Triton, we've got far more. Uh, expectation is in durability and usability uh, it doesn't you know you have a piece of wood you know the cheap one needs to just make one piece of wood into two pieces of wood uh fairly exact you know the triton precision power tools used to be our tagline you know needs to make that at exactly 90 degrees and uh, uh the dust needs to be able to be absorbed by a dust extraction unit to 98 percent or 99 percent depending on, on what it is so uh differentiation is really you know how long will it last you know who who is going to use it and what do people expect the outcome to be um as a yeah. manufacturing base um yeah everything is made made far east right um central europe even even northern america before the trump era i would say lost the ability to make most of these things right mm -hmm. uh, facilities weren't there anymore um, to, to, to make these things. And you have people who, who make the iPhone in China, right? So you, you can get what you pay for. And it also depends. Triton, um, or what we put in our boxes, is engineered in Europe, made in whichever country it is. And it's not only one for far eastern country. It's, it's, you know, globally, you know, you know, made from global source components. Um, we do all the all the brain work here. We do all the user work here. And we then choose our partners in, in you know production facilities around the world to make it wherever it is most appropriate and has the most benefit for us and the user really. Um, it's, it's, it's an interesting um, paint that, that that people use with, with the same brush. Where it, it's funny and you see it you see it mostly uh, from American users, um, and I, I don't mean to kind of generalize and paint paint america with a brush but it's more it seems to be more of a concern where you where you get you get comments like um our triton tools made in x country um mm. and there's there's an interesting there's an interesting kind of blanket view i suppose that stuff made in a place or even things made in the same factory that might have the same tool the housing same are, the same piece, are the same piece and they're, and they're like it could be like further from the truth um if if a if a if a manufacturer in particular can save money anywhere in in uh, componentry, they will. It's not about yeah. it's not about where it's made. It's about it's about the the quality of what goes in and the the expertise of of how it's put together and working to uh, the the very very fine precise um, 
the margins that we do in trying to, to put something together so that it so that it, it isn't built to uh, split a piece of wood into two pieces of wood one time in its life. Um, there's yeah, a, I mean, there's a... they have to meet the customer expectation, whatever that customer is, whether it's somebody who's putting up their first ever shelf or whether it's somebody who's working in the trades and is putting up premium quality mm -hmm. built-in shelving units in you know, London at you know, 30,000 pounds a pop. Mm -hmm. Or yeah, and doing that for you know, year on year on year, but also then maintaining a profit, a, yeah, a, a suitable profit for the business so that it can carry on in business. If we if we take a specific example down and talk about perhaps um, the the, uh, the 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 TSPS four hundred and fifty, the cast iron top spindle sander. Um, there are products out there that share the share the same housing uh, in a in a different color. That's not to say they're the same tool. They're not. Um, Dan and I very regularly uh, have conversations and share user feedback and uh, going through kind of inspection reports and the rest of it to um, to continually improve these things. The electronics are different. Um, motor housing shapes have been changed. Components have been swapped out for ones that last longer based on things that we learn. And and, and exactly. in particular, sometimes in points of failure where perhaps dust has got somewhere where it's where it's not supposed to. There's always there's always changes happening in the background. Yeah. And the production production supervision, you know, we have our own team in, in these countries, you know, people that we employ that go and that are with the product start to finish during production. Um, it, it's a luxury, right? Smaller companies can't afford that. They don't have that. They need to do that. The mercy of the production facility to organize all of that. We have our people to go and check and make sure it's it's decent into specification, and you know that that's uh, you know really how the only way to guarantee to guarantee that level of, of quality. Yeah, it, it, I suppose it's analogous to cars, isn't it? You know, if, if you've got a you know a Skoda or a Volkswagen or an Audi or a Bugatti, you know, it, it's 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 the same global entity over the top isn't it you know it, it's just it's it's essentially the level of you know it, it, they're all raw materials from the same exactly. batch of, it, of it, stuff you know it's cars cars is a cars is a good example uh, i i quite like my cars and and people like it, it's not it's not unique to it's not unique to, to, to power tools of course that uh, that that people have a mm. where was it made and and what group is it part of kind of approach to is it the same thing so for example let's say the new toyota supra mark 5 a lot of people who love that car it's a fantastic car a lot of people who, who love that car get flack saying oh really it's a bmw isn't it it's not a real supra and you're like well no it's not a BMW. it's a toyota supra like it's 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 like um the the ford uh the ford fiesta i believe and another one might be four Fiesta and another one share the same chassis, but they're very, very different cars. It's not. It's not. You're right. It's 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 sometimes shared material, but not shared uh, expertise and preparation that gives you the final product. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Fiesta and the B Max essentially the same chassis, aren't they? Yeah. But one is one is a, a essentially a small hatchback, and the other one's a, a slightly bigger hatchback. Well, I mean, you, you, you looked 10 years ago and it was it was what was it the the, the Skoda superb the audi a4 and a handful of others that, that were all the same platform or you know like the audi a3 and the or the which was it the, the golf the Scirocco, and, and a handful of others that were all the same platform and it 
yeah, it might be yeah. a shared similar component or, you know, uh, uh, the same factory. But, you know, I know from, from speaking to yourselves years ago, uh, you know, like say sort of 2017, um, you know, whenever it was at the Woodworking Power Tool show, even back then, you know, I remember a discussion with, I think it was with your predecessor, Mark, um, and he was telling me about, you know, that kind of thing of like, well, actually know that where our stuff's made, you know, the production line kind of just over is is another, you know, uh, color of tool. Uh, and, you know, it, it's components, you know, motors are made by motor manufacturers. Yeah, that just a is a standard component. <laughs> yeah, and as you know, companies have to choose. Yeah, people yeah. people always seem to be surprised when they find, and 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 more so than perhaps they should be when they find um, shared components or shared knowledge between companies. So bring it back to the cars example, the 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 Mazda MX-5, uh, little two-seat sports car, and the uh, the Fiat competitor um fiat bought the chassis and the interior of the mx5 to, to to produce a direct competitor and and mazda sold it to them and people go well that's bizarre because surely mazda are cannibalizing their sales but it's just it, it doesn't yeah. it doesn't work like that no it doesn't <laughs> they, they appeal to a slightly different market of, of customers mm -hmm. exactly yeah yeah, yeah. We, uh, I think we've, 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 we've touched on quite a few sort of good points now, and I think we're, we're kind of reaching the kind of extent of our time because we're obviously we've got uh, uh, time in place. Normally towards the end of the uh, show, we, we ask our guests what what's been grabbing their attention lately. And that can be things like videos they've watched or, or things they're doing or things they've done, or things they're about to do. Um, it, it can be books. It can be, it can be absolutely anything, more than one thing, if you like. So um is there anything particular that's been grabbing your attention or, or anyone to shout out other than the brand ambassadors yeah, yeah. what are you, you thinking about that for me for me it's uh, we're recording this uh just a week after our episode with tanda madison um and i'm still stuck in having kids with exams so that's been my focus for uh, <laughs> a few weeks. Oh, yeah, yes, there was other ones. Yeah, I've got I've got another week and a half of that, um, and then I'm free from exams. I love how I love how it's a universal experience that um, kids' exam week or end of project week is not just related to the kids. It's a it's it's a huge family effort. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like we we we've got a we've got an ongoing joke in our family that um that we've got that the, the collectively the six of us have got a B in art. <laughs> because <laughs> because we, we all chipped in to get my elder brother Joe's art project done on time. It was a yeah, it was a whole thing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but so um let's let's talk about let's talk about uh i guess i guess stuff stuff that's been stuff that's been grabbing our attention recently is is i guess um for, for me is just there's been a, a huge explosion of not just people but platforms to to share on um i i i'm always i'm always just in awe of the of the 
the number of things people are making, and in particular the the, the new ways people are finding to, to to use to use tools and use materials. Um, I'm I'm very privileged that I get to I, I get sent directly a lot of these new things because people think people think that that it's that it, that it'd be interesting for for us as a as a brand to know about and see and uh, and and we we meet internally to kind of talk about the the new stuff that's going on in the community and how people are how people are using projects um yeah i i something something that something that is interesting to me in particular is that so maker central we start talking about maker central it's it's i suppose it's sort of maybe full circle that um that, uh, that we talk about them a little bit toward the end. Um, they've recently released uh, an app which is about projects. It's projects-led yeah. and and maker-led rather than person-following-led. You will follow a project from start to finish rather than you will a uh, rather than you will a, a, a person. So if somebody's making a coffee table in an interesting way, um, you'll you'll get you'll get kind of the the all the postings and pictures and how to's and tools used related to that project and you can follow that person if you like and see what they make next but it's but it's very much about the shared maker experience of of of, of doing it um which is a unique way of uh, of looking at it and i for one i'm very excited to see kind of how that how that progresses so for anybody listening i'd say do do check it out the the, the maker central app Dan? Other than woodworking or woodworking for Triton, I'm actually on a on a bit of a vehicle project at the minute. We bought a old British Army truck a little while back, which we are converting into a camper, nice. and uh, that is taking a lot of time. But it's also good for me because I, you know, can practice some of my metalworking skills again. You know, I haven't done welding yeah. for. for years and you can always stick two pieces of metal together it will always hold but it won't look decent right so <laughs> it's really good to get my hands back into that and i enjoy it a lot um, during the weekends and the evenings really um i don't really i don't enjoy fiddling with cars anymore i'm not patient enough anymore everything is small but you know truck everything is big you've got space to get your arms and your hand in between you know, <laughs> you know it might be a vehicle that we can take around the world if you want so eventually <laughs> It's, it's quite rewarding. Yeah, sounds fantastic. I like I like fiddling with cars. I'm a I'm a big I'm a big petrol head. So I'm I'm going to Goodwood not not one but two times this month. One for the Festival of Speed, another for a track day. And uh, I I yeah I'm always out messing with cars as well. So uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, cars are a, a, another common thing I think for a lot of makers. <laughs> yeah, sometimes just out of necessity. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've always wanted to as a, as a teenager i really wanted to kind of have a garage i've never i've only had one house with a garage and you couldn't actually get a car into it um and i was kind of once a teenager i wanted to have a garage and get a car and do that and modify it and the like I, it, it I, think, never happened. I think i think i must be the only person uh i'm certainly the only person that i know but i must be the only person in the in the the uh, the housing area that I live in that uses my garage for a car. Um, I, my, my workshop, my workshop is is a garage. It's a it's it's my parents' garage. My my garage is full of is full of uh, my my I, I drive a, a, a Mazda RX8. Uh, I nice. suppose out of a out of a need to make things difficult for myself, I own a rotary engine. <laughs> um, so 
so uh, yeah, I I think I think cars are a, cars are a, a similar point of interest because it's it's the need to, to understand how things work. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my my workshop is a two and a half, or, you know, double garage in a bit really. But the way it's angled, you can't actually fit a car into it from the driveway, so it was never <laughs> never supposed to be a car, uh, a, a garage for a car. So, but well. So that's the excuse that you tell your missus. <laughs> our, our last house was the one we had a garage, and it, it was the house was on a hill, and so the the entrance, the garage off the floor was obviously flat, but the entrance to off off the kind of it was off the back lane was at such an angle that you oh unless you had a, a, a quite a high sort of uh, suspension vehicle, you would ground ground out in entering. We attempted right. it once. We kind of started to scrape metal, and it was like, right. yeah. And we, we had a, a Ford Focus Estate at the time. It was just like, yeah, hold the parking up front, won't we? Yeah. What, what What do you guys have going? And what's 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 your what's what's catching your attention at the moment? Jamie, masses of it's mostly just bits of admin and things at the minute for me. I'm, I'm sort of prepping for prepping for little bits and bobs. So it's it's just really boring admin stuff and bits of finishing off prepping for loft works and things like that so not nothing too exciting exciting i'm i'm looking I'm ahead, 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 ahead for me because i've got the so exams finish uh next week we were homeschooling family my eldest is in school but my youngest is homeschooled and will go to school in september so end of next week well i've got i've got i'm doing some exam marking uh starting next week so once that's out of the way i can start turning our conservatory into kind of more of a craft room rather than a homeschool room so i've got plans to make a, a, a craft table that i can use for my book binding so i'll have more space because i haven't got room in my workshop but i'm kind of hoping that this will actually give me in september i'll, I'll be just i'll just be a house husband at home you know, cooking dinner for everyone gets else gets home walk the dog in the morning etc um so I shall have quite a few hours available to me. So I'm kind of hoping that I can get back into making videos again because I haven't made a video for a little while. I've got a couple in edit <laughs> and have been for a while, but I'm kind of hoping that I can actually sort of start that again and get back into making for myself as much as anything and getting the wood going again, doing some more metal work. Uh, so, so, I mean, I, I, I do all sorts of things, but I kind of want to do it all. I, I think you and I, Dan, both have a couple of pieces i wouldn't say necessarily as far as in edit but things things films to to perhaps one day make videos because because it, it's it, it's a it's a dream isn't it <laughs> you kind of want it you... terabyte of that kind of material <laughs> <laughs> yeah unfinished project list <laughs> yeah. My, yeah my youngest has a, a set of shelves in her room that is it has a particular style to it i'm not going to give it away but it's got a particular style to it um, well, it's I, I think eager there listeners, for... yeah, eager listeners know, can, yeah. can go back through the archives of uh, of the last twelve months of Makers Waffle. Of the, the, the hints, there's been a couple of, of hints, yeah, yeah. up and fall for ages, and I've got I've got all the footage <laughs> sitting on the computer, kind of waiting to be edited to kind of turn that into a video. Like. Probably left home by the time I finish it, but now I want to get, I'll get back into the videos, get back into making. That's I'm I'm kind of getting excited about that. Got a few ideas for some electronics. Got a few ideas for a few 
wood things, a few metal things, a few kind of prop things. Uh, plenty of you've ideas. Got to, you've got to capitalize on it, haven't you? When the uh, when Hopefully the inspiration strikes you. Yeah. Mm. I I I find. I mean, you know, my my workshop's only it's only ten minutes down the road, but sometimes that's enough to to make me not want to go in an evening. And and when I when I do when I do go, even when people like that, five minutes in, I'm I'm I forget what I was worried about. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, I feel like mine's only downstairs. <laughs> I was going to say mine's twenty meters that way. Sometimes that's too far. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think sometimes I, I I think it's worth something we talked about on the show before it's that you sometimes you have those seasons in life where you've got to focus on particular things whether that's you know just trying to improve one's health whether that's physical or mental or whether it's you know you've got family pressures and for me at the moment lots of family pressures that that's the priority and hopefully that'll ease and yeah come the summer yeah. i shall be able to kind of get back and actually remind people that i am a maker not just a <laughs> weekly podcast host <laughs> that's priority number one is that you've always got to always got to look after yourself and uh and, uh, yes. and your loved ones absolutely and, uh, and 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 build for them first i've been i've learned that that's that's what i'm taking away is my my that's order of who i'm building for but it does mean that i need to pause several projects and yeah if you can make everyone else's others. life easier then that gives you an opportunity to make your own life a bit easier as well yeah, the trick the trick is to maybe do do enough that they kind of go ah that one's done and do something for yourself and then kind of go back and do another one and kind of just get a, a, a tide going of regular things going into the family but you also get enough going to you're you're getting your own benefit exactly yeah absolutely yeah I think I think uh, I'm not there I, I mean. Obviously, people find you kind of collectively through Triton. Do you have your own kind of Instagram, YouTube? People might be able to look for you as individuals. Or Dan, go ahead. Yeah, I I, I do uh, post on Instagram as Tool DIY Geek. Um, so that's that's just you know it's nothing regular really. It's just things that grabs my attention or things that I'm personally, you know doing really at the time um you find a lot of triton there but you find a lot of other brands as well there that are being used so <gasps> nothing to do nothing to do with the company whatsoever so if, you know if you want look me up there cool. i'll, I'll <laughs> yeah. make sure that's listed in I, I, i'm following you i think pretty sure i do um so yeah I'll I'll just, sure i just went to try and find you and i'm already following you as well yeah, there's 3d printing there's woodworking there's metalworking there's all sorts of stuff well, but, uh, yeah, try this would work. So you, yeah, you can't expect you know. Just contact me yeah. there if you've got any questions. You know, whatever it's related to. People will be able to reach me through uh, through at Triton underscore tools. I I um, I'm I'm not one who's actively curating a presence on social media. I uh, I uh, it's it's one of those things where 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 I I think I, I think I used to and now it, it's so much a part of my my working life every single day job, that I, it? yeah. it, it's a bit of a it's a bit of a a bit of an escape not to have one. That's not to say that it's not going to not going to stay that. That's not to say that it's going to stay that way necessarily. Uh, like like I mentioned a moment ago, um, I think Dan and I both both film independently with the with the with the dream of, of publishing videos, um, but. Uh, uh, not there yet. Well, if you do, let us know, and we'll. I'll, when the show goes out and the, the show notes go on, then if in some time in the future I can also go back and yeah, edit in so people can find you in, in the show notes. 
cool. Sounds terrific. You'll see me in the background of some of our ambassadors' videos as well. I make some cameo uh, appearances and <laughs> places. <laughs> It's been absolutely great chatting to you, gents. Thank you for uh, giving us your time. Uh, it's been, yeah, getting a nice little insight into kind of how uh, brands work, and, and yeah, it's been it's been enlightening and interesting. So, well, so thank you for having us. I suppose I, I suppose perhaps it's maybe a, a little bit of a, a a different a different conversation to what what might normally what might, might normally transpire because uh, because we 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 tend to look at it. By nature, from a from a different angle, that uh, we all have this. We you know we all we talked about it. We all have this 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 shared need to create, and uh, it's it's yeah. brought us together with the uh, with the with the uh, community and friend group and circles that we that we all have and gravitate in. So, uh, yeah, it's been a it's been a pleasure. Thank you very much for having us on. It's, yeah. it's been a, a brilliant opportunity for us to realise that you are in fact human beings. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and if you've got any complaints, it's Dan at. <laughs> oh, on that note, I think we'll say goodbye to our listeners, and uh, we'll... I have absolutely no idea who's going to be in the for the following week because well, we don't know when this is show when this was going out. <laughs> but I'm no doubt, the time the happy Sunday, everyone. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> right. Bye, folks. Cheers, folks. Cheers. Thank you. Cheers.